Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Christina Vogt. Christina is a freshman on the Boston University women's hockey team, and she recently got her first career goal this past Friday against Northeastern. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Christina, and how's everything going? Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's going pretty well. School stuff, hockey, busy schedule, all that stuff. Well, that's good to hear. And it's good that you're keeping busy, even though it is the season. Um, so just talk about scoring your first goal. That's kind of how I want to start off things right now. Um, what was going through your head when you scored that first goal? And uh, who did you call first after the game? Um, during the first goal, like, it was crazy. Just, like, being on the ice with, like, my line, amazing. Like, I thought we had a great, like, period, great, like, game in general. Scoring the goal, I just had no idea that was going to go in. Like, I did a little flip shot right from the front of the net, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, just throw her at the net. We'll get another rebound. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. Like, I was actually so surprised it happened. I, I like, blacked out. Like, people had to tell me after the game, like, what I did. Apparently, like, I had a little celly. Like, no big <laughs> deal. But, um, yeah, it was just amazing. Like, the rush was unreal. And, yeah. Oh, where do you keep the puck? I'm just curious. Um, do you have it with you right now? It's actually in my soul, in my locker oh, Nice. nice. Yeah. Something good to look at uh, during the season, which I assume is important. Yep, a little inspiration each game. Now, did you call anyone after the game, or did you get all your family members, I guess, get to see the goal in person? Yeah, most of my – so I live in Arlington. Most of my, like, family was there already. Um, I haven't – so my brother is at the NTDP. Um but he I wish I could call him he's also has a very busy schedule mm -hmm. but I say that like I haven't called anyone yet but I hope to call him soon and talk to him because he also just got his first goal oh he's nice also so cool. well congratulations on scoring that goal that's a pretty awesome feat to get a college hockey goal and also it must be a sense of relief for yourself to finally get that monkey off your back since you don't have to be worrying about that uh, during the rest of the season but let's talk about your team's performance uh, this past weekend. You had a really successful weekend. You beat the number two ranked team in the country in Northeastern, and then you also ended up tying against UNH. Uh, just talk about your team's performance uh, so far this season, and what have you personally uh, taken away uh, from these first four games that you've had? Um, I think my team has, like, really improved from, like, the first games and the first practices. Um, we've been basic, like, we have a new goal each practice. Of course, we've worked on, like, passing, getting in, like, rebound lanes, like, just building chemistry as, like, time goes on. Um, my line, I think, has also been doing very well. Like, we, like, we've been working on, like, breaking the puck out, of course. Like, that's one of the most important things. You have to get the puck out of the zone to start scoring goals. So that was one of our, like, main goals, and I think we've really, like, assessed that well. Our next is just like finishing the chances we get. Like I'd say we get like plenty of chances during the game. Julian Harris has gotten a few goals as well. We're still looking for food to get some, but she'll come, she'll come. Um, the team in general, I think we're like really, really improving. We've had some a little, some of course, like each team has a couple of rough practices, but I'd say overall, we've really been developing our game very well and focusing on places like that we actually need improvement. I think our coaches are also like assessing that very, very well. Like we have film and it's, they're really, they're really doing a good job, I'd say. 
Yeah, just talk a little bit more about your line mates, Catherine Fulham and uh, Julia Nearest, especially Julia Nearest because she's one of the older players on the team. What's it like having a player like that on on your line? And just talk about the goal she scored uh, last Friday, I think, against North uh, against UNH in the home opener. That was pretty sick. Yeah, I have so much respect for Julia. She's an unbelievable player. Um, I'd say one, she's going to be our top goal scorer of the year. Um, just having like two older players on my line, I'm really like valuing and like it really, I really benefit from like learning from them. Like after each shift, we all like sit down and we have like little like talk about what we could have improved on that shift, like give goals for the next shift. Um, but there's nothing but like positive talk throughout our line. And yeah, I think it's just going to go up from here. Now, what's the atmosphere like at Walter Brown? Because obviously you didn't play there last year, but the BU band was finally back after the team didn't play in front of any fans uh, this past season. Uh, just talk about the energy that the crowd had um, for your home games that you've played so far, because just watching it from a screen, it seems pretty awesome. I would, it was amazing. Like you do get like, for me, I get so locked into the game. It doesn't even like matter if there are fans there or not, but we really like after the game, we really took our time and appreciated like, everyone that came out to like support us and the band was amazing. Like it's so nice to like sit um, on the bench and like listen to all the different things. And they're, they're very good. Like I've never like experienced that. Like you don't have that stuff at like prep school. So like mm -hmm. having a band there is just like so much, they really brought up like the energy of the crowd and everything. So. And what's your favorite chant from the band? <laughs> I love, I just love when they, they're introducing the other team and they turn around and like make all this noise you can't even hear. I love that. I think that's amazing. That's awesome. Well, what's been the biggest adjustment you've had to make so far to college hockey? Has it been the speed of the game or just the physicality since you're going against uh, players that are three to four years older than you are? I'd say for me, it's definitely been like the physicality. Like I'm 5'2", 125 pounds. Like I'm one of the smaller kids out there. Um, but I'm like also my line, like I have like two bigger, stronger girls on my line, which I really like value because they can be all scrummy in the corner and like take up bodies in front and I can just like circle around and get extra loose pucks and like make plays and pass the D and everything. But, yeah. Now I want to transition and talk about the off season that you had. How was your off season and did you do anything interesting, whether it was hockey related or non-hockey related? Um, so like during the summer when I was training, I trained with like Freddie Meyer, like helping out with his camps and everything, like dream big hockey. Um, I actually try to like stay off the ice mostly during off season. Like um, I don't, I had like one or two practices a week and like worked out every day, but I know a lot of kids like go and actually have like real practices every day. And that's just like not something that I value. Like I think my body recovers the best when I like take periods of time off, like of course be active, but also like take time for other stuff. I took a couple summer classes, like all that. Um, but yeah, I think that like, I'm so focused on hockey during the season that it really helps. Like I go on the ice every day, like before, before a game, I'll be on the ice, like shooting around, whatever, get my shot down. Um, but during the off season, I think it's really important to like take a break from hockey and like let your brain rest a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also kind of good because especially when you're younger, you know, you don't want to get over consumed with one sport because then you might lose interest in it. So it's good to kind of just do other things uh, just to keep your interest in hockey at a high level, which I think is important for some players. Exactly. I agree with that. 
Now, how do you kind of like get rid of the off-season rust um, when you start playing again, like when you start training? Um, is there anything that you have to do like when practices start or is it kind of like not really any adjustment just because you do get on the ice occasionally, like you said, and shoot the puck around? I definitely think there are like are little changes that you have to make. Like there are little parts in the game that you have to like keep up with and like just like seeing the ice is something that you need to like re-amp when you like start the season again. But like working out, you like use all your muscles. They should be all like warmed up, ready to go. Like sometimes you're a little like rusty with stick handling, but it all comes like a couple practices in, you'll be all good. Like not to worry about it. Now, overall, how was training going for yourself? And what are you working on right now um, regarding your game? And what are you trying to improve on the most uh, regarding your game uh, for the season? Um, so I think one of my most valuable assets is like, is like my speed. So I really try to like focus on of course, we like try to lift heavy, try to build like muscles, get stronger, everything, but really like emphasizing like speed in like every sets and like mostly just that. I've had a lot of problem with like grip strength. Um, mine's very, very weak. So just like getting that up as well. But yeah. How do you get your grip strength up? I've never really heard of that before. <laughs> it's very, very strange. Um, I try like just like holding anything really like farmer carries holding any like I've never heard of it in a hockey player either like weak grip strength mm -hmm. but I'd say that like with me like focusing on it more I've actually noticed a difference in my like shot like accuracy like power um yeah so just like holding like heavy things and doing finger exercises that kind of builds up your grip strength yeah, just like also along with like all the other workouts with your hands, like pull-ups, push-ups, like all that stuff, just like building muscle memory, all of that. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never heard of that before. So that's yeah. just another little part of your game. But once you get those little details down, I feel like it improves uh, your game as a whole. So that's awesome that you're working on that. And this, I think that's definitely going to improve uh, your shot and the rest of your game as the season goes on. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, did you face any challenges this year training at all? I know there were some gyms being closed still because of the pandemic and ice time is still kind of hard to find during the off season. So did you face any challenges compared to last year? And how did you like, how did you approach that um, for this off season? Um, I didn't really struggle with that. Like I worked out at Mike Boyle's strength and conditioning, um, but also like during COVID when everything was like shut down, um, we have, we bought like weights at my house. Like I have three brothers. One of them is out of the house, but the two others, like they're also very big into working out. So I would like work out with them, do their, do their sets. Of course, I'm not as strong as them, but still participating, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we have some like weights at home and just doing like a lot of body, body weight exercises is plenty, I'd say. Yeah, and do you, notice, do you notice a difference between doing the at-home workouts when it comes to performance on the ice versus working out in the gym? Because I know some players sometimes actually prefer doing at-home workouts because those body weight muscles or body weight workouts are better for your muscles and it um, creates more pliability, so it causes less, causes less injuries. Is that something you notice? Like, what's your thoughts on all that? Um, I wouldn't say I noticed a big difference, like – I'm not someone who I would say is I'm like over, like very, very strong and the strongest on the team, but I'd say like, it's nice to have like a strength coach and someone to like um, give you tips on like um, form and like give like certain exercises. Like, of course, growing up, they give you certain exercises to like do, but you never know like for yourself what you actually need to improve on until someone like corrects you. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And obviously you have your brothers with you. Just talk about the competitiveness that's in the room because I feel like that probably builds up your strength as well just because you're trying to compete with them. Yes, um, exactly. So I'd say I'm someone who has like very good like balance when it comes to like exercises. I do a lot of like one-legged like squats, like skater squats, all that stuff. And it's like so nice because I'd say that like my body weight versus their weight and like what they lift, I'd say I'm actually doing better even though the sense that they're not, they're lifting more than me. But since my body weight's lower, like that's like very nice. Cause then we get to like upper body exercises and they like kill me. Mm -hmm. But like, it's, it's nice to like have at least one thing to excel in. So you don't like get down on yourself, but honestly it is really great to have like those two pushing me in the gym and everything. Now, once you got to BU, you started working out with the team and meeting some of your new teammates. Just talk about your freshman class as a whole and what's it like uh, preparing with them and how have you gotten to know um, your class so far since, you know, you've only got to see each other really for about a month? Um, I've gotten really close to the freshmen. Like we are all in um, a group. So we have three rooms that are all connected. So it's us six freshmen all, all spending every day together, which is, it's great. It does get, it does get a lot, but it's good overall. Um, meeting the team. I am someone who's very bad with like names and faces, so it definitely took me a little bit longer than most of the other girls. But I wouldn't say that anyone has been like over, I don't know, stepped out of their like spot on the team. Like everybody knows their spot, everybody like fills their role. And so I, I'd say as, ever, as long as everyone like understands that, like the team dynamic is going to be great. Yeah, and BU is obviously one of the younger teams in Hockey East this year. Uh, so just talk about the upperclassmen's leadership uh, that they've brought to the team so far, especially players like Alex Allen, Haley Blinkhorn, and Kaylee O'Donnelly. Just talk about the leadership and how have they helped your freshman class so far when it comes to adjustments to college hockey. They were like, they were just at college in general. They were like, they, they like introduced us to everyone. Of course, they like showed us where our classes are, like, in the gym like of course we're new to like the environment and the workspace in the gym they're like so patient with us like everyone's already kind of got down their routines and everything like before games and they're like okay like you can have your routine but just like be aware of everyone else's routine as well like kind of schedule yours around and as you go up through the ladder you can make more adjustments as you go um They've been great, like, with the coaches and, like, in the sense that, like, translating what the coaches are saying, because sometimes coaches are a little um, confusing, but, like, they've been so patient with us and, like, really helpful, like, just around campus and on the ice and everything. So it's been, it's been great. Like, I'm so thankful for them. Now, what's it like playing under Coach Brian DeRocher? From what I've been told, he's, like, one of the nicest guys in hockey. Um, just what's it like learning under him so far uh, for your first month of your freshman year? it's great. Like he is also someone who's not like yelling at us. He like, he doesn't yell. He's a very like level-headed guy. Like he, he takes his time. If you don't understand, he doesn't get upset. Like he'll take the extra seconds to like explain. He never, he never calls anyone out or puts anyone down on the ice, which I think is very, very important for like players developments. Um, he works so well with our other coaches like Kirsten and Molly and Abby. Um, like doing uh, practice plans and like game day and just like having everything coordinated and ready for us so that we can just like get ready for our games, like be in the right headspace, like anything we need, we can ask. Like he's made that so clear and he's just, he's the best, honestly. I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better coach. 
Now, I want to transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and work all the way up to where you are now um, with Boston University. So you're from Arlington, Massachusetts. Talk about how you started playing hockey and what's it like growing up um, in Arlington? Arlington is a very, like, hockey town. Like, we have Sports Etc. down the street, which is in, the, like, the middle of Arlington. Like, everyone knows about it. Like, there are so many kids that have grown up and, like, in high school work there. Um, there's, like little um like rollerblade hockey places all throughout like at the high school there was like a you would see kids every sunday like playing rollerblade hockey um uh ed burns arena like it's it's great like everyone is so supportive like when it comes to the hockey community like growing up like i remember having like skating lessons at ed burn and um just like when i started like i played for uh like I played against like the junior Bruins and like the little like town leagues and just even that the co the competition like was actually very very good which I feel like in some other places it kind of is like oh hockey whatever like a little less like competitive but I think like growing up through Arlington has been great like yeah it's not like club hockey but it's really just one step down like it's really still competitive they really like focus on development like growing up um, but yeah, I think it's a very like good hockey based town. I really like appreciate that. And I think that's helped me like grow as a player as well, just the support. And yeah. Now, did you get into hockey on your own or did like a parent or sibling kind of like start watching it and you started to got, got into it because of them? My dad has like always played hockey growing up. Like he grew up in Lexington right next to Arlington. He grew up playing hockey with his cousins. And so he, he taught us at like a very young age, like he would take us like free skate and like, just like we built like a backyard rink, which was so fun, so amazing. Um, so like I, I started, I started like figure skating first, just to like get down the basics because of course girls are supposed to figure skate, all that stuff. But I couldn't like, when my brother came along, my little brother, he, he started skating, I just couldn't watch him. I couldn't watch him like have so much fun with the puck and like, just like the compet the com the competition between us, like we couldn't play different sports. We've grown up playing the same sport. Like, I think that's one reason that I am so competitive and like my drive is so prominent in my personalities. Cause like growing up with him, we competed over everything. And I'm like very, very grateful for that. So. Do you have any good competition stories on the outdoor rink? I feel like there's gotta be a few. Oh my gosh. So many ended in like tears. I'd say <laughs> like one, like, you couldn't get off him unless one of us was in tears. Like we are both so competitive that it's just, it's like, it's crazy. And I like love it so much. And it's still there today. Like we still go to like free skate sometimes when we're both around and we'll like play little one-on-ones. Of course he's, he's a little bit better than me now, but don't tell him that it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just the memories are just amazing to have. Who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone on the Bruins or was it a female player like on the national team? Um, honestly, like I've never been one to like watch hockey, like watch other people just because I get like frustrated from like mistakes. Like everyone makes mistakes and I'm someone who just like can't really look past them in my game or like other people's games. Um, so I'd say just like people that are like were directly in my life, like Scott Fusco, who is my Wizards coach, like, I've always looked up to him and, like, how great of a player he was. And, like, having him as a coach made it real almost. Like, 
his knowledge could be my knowledge in my mind. And that just like, that just sat different with me versus like someone I never met playing in a league I'll never play in. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. And before Boston University, you played for your prep school at Lewiston, Northampton. Uh, just talk about your experience there overall and what you take, what did you take away from it? I, I loved Wilson. Um, as much as I love my family, I think everyone can benefit from a little time away. Um, so boarding school was amazing. And I'm so grateful for that because like it made transitioning to college so much easier with like time management and all that stuff. But my coach, Chris Talbot and Davey and um, just everyone there to support us was they were so focused on hockey that I just I fit right in like um, it was amazing to like have new players come in every year and like just learn from them and learn from the seniors above me. Like it was just an amazing experience. Yeah. And what's your favorite memory you've ever had uh, with your prep school at Williston? We, we had a little like pond. So we would go out and play pond hockey. Like we would get dressed in the locker room, walk down from the rink to the pond. And like there would be like kids who had never played hockey before, like who would come skate with us. And that was just, and the boys hockey team would come. And it was just, it was such a community thing that it was, it just brought everyone together. And I thought that was really amazing. And just talk about how Williston Northampton helped prepare you for college hockey, because just doing research on the school, there's a lot of D1 commits that go to that school. So just playing with those type of players help prepare you when you go to BU because that adjustment period isn't that long. Um, yeah, it, I think it really like benefited in the sense that like there were kids that were older than me and you don't really get that in like um, club hockey. So like those senior, when I was a freshman, those seniors would like, like the competition they put on the seniors was, I mean, the freshmen were amazing. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't let up for this, the freshmen, even though we were smaller and like maybe not as good, like they were pushing themselves. And during that time they would push us. And now I thought, I thought that was like a really valuable thing. Cause I know that like, if you're playing against a younger kid, you're like, Oh, I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to like put them down. But like, I think that's one of the most important things that I learned at Wilson that like, everyone's there to like get better at hockey and get like learn like everyone wants to improve like without that like competition base and uh throughout the team like your team's just not going to get better like you're not going to improve as a team and you're not you're not going to build that chemistry and like build that drive that you should who are some of the seniors that were on your williston team that currently play college hockey right now um Kate Holmes plays at Northeastern CD play uh Caroline DeFiori plays at like uh BC like there are so many um one of my like better friends Claudia Capone she plays at Trinity now um but there were honestly so many like so many like memorable girls um Gabby Jones plays at Merrimack and there are so many more that I am blanking on right now but yeah And just talk about what it's like being a hockey player in the Massachusetts high school hockey scene, because obviously it's a little bit different than other states, but I feel like for the prep schools, at least it's a really cool environment to watch and be a player in. Yeah, no. So like at prep school, we would play games like Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, like you would have a game, like probably two games a week, depending on the days. Um, We, I love that we got half days on Wednesdays and Fridays um, for school. Um, but it really, like, it made it easy to, like, make friends. Like, you, you instantly had, like, 
20 friends coming in like freshman year you don't have to like you didn't have to worry about like making friends with people you didn't know like you were thrown into a group and this was your group and you just made it work no matter like who the people were and everyone was like instant friends and I thought that was like a really because I know a lot of people like especially going into college or something like a lot of people like really worry about like where will they fit in and like who they meet and all that so I'm like even for college like I'm so grateful to like already have like friends that I, that don't even know me and that will instantly call me a friend mm-hmm. so. and you also played for the east coast wizards uh, just talk about your experience there and what did you take away from that um so my two coaches uh Scott Fusco and Kevin Harrington amazing guys like I really I really learned so much from them I played through the wizards I've played for the wizards since I was like 10 maybe younger um but like um like nothing was more important to me than like really competing in that team because I would go of course I would go after school like to practices like two two times a week and then we would have like games or like tournaments on the weekends so my my like whole life really revolved around like that program and like the time I spent there and I'm so grateful that like I'm only 20 minutes from the Bedford rink whereas opposed to like some hockey players had to travel like over an hour and a half just to play on like the team they wanted to. And so I'm so grateful to have such a, like a great program, like right next to my house. And you also got to play with Mia Biotti on that East coast wizards team. Talk about what it was like playing with her and just what she like as a teammate, both on and off the ice, because I'm excited to see her play soon, hopefully with Harvard coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's, she's always been great. Like nothing but positivity from her. Um, Her dad was a coach, like, I've grown up with um, Mia again since I was 10. Like her, her dad used to be like the coach as well. Like he would help out during practices and you can just see the translation from her to her dad. Like her dad was a prominent hockey player as well. And he really put that spirit into Mia. And again, with like the competitive drive, she always pushed people around her. Also um, just like her going up through like USA development, like all of that, like, she you can tell like she is one of like the better players that the wizards have seen and like she should be really proud of where she's at and like i appreciate all the stuff that she's like brought to our team especially from like a leadership standpoint um like when we went to nationals like she was the one being like okay we're gonna warm up at this time and be at the rink at this time like she really like she really had us all in check which i thought was really really great now, do your, does your team play Harvard at all this year? I don't know if you play them them for the Beanpot this year or not. I actually don't know. I think we just play them in the Beanpot. Or how excited are you, though, to go against her uh, this time in college, not playing with her <laughs> on the same team? I'm so excited. I'm so excited to play all those girls. Like, I have people at, like, Northeastern and BC and Harvard, and it's going to be great. Like, I've already played against – I have a friend at Holy Cross, and that was amazing, um, Bryn. But, yeah, I'm just so excited. And I've heard so much about, like, the Beanpot environment and the crowds and just the excitement that everyone brings to that. Is, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's one of the best things about being a hockey fan, especially in Massachusetts, because it's kind of like our little thing. Like, some people in other states don't really get, like, how awesome it is. And I just think it's really cool. And I feel like as a player in it, it must be an even greater experience. I know you haven't had it yet, but I'm excited for the Beanpot to come back since it, they didn't have one last year. Yeah, me too. It's going to be amazing. Now talk about your recruitment process to Boston University. What made you want to go to that school versus other schools you might have looked at? Um, So I was originally uh, committed to Wisconsin. Um, And so 
like things just fell through um at like with covid like they they wanted to keep their seniors and i i totally understand that like their seniors were amazing um and i just thought that i would get like more playing time at bu also like being close to my family was kind of something i wanted i really wanted and at the time when wisconsin reached out to me i was like a little hesitant about that so i'm kind of glad i got the chance to talk to BU and understand more about their school and their program. And I could tell that like, they were gonna move up in the rankings. Like they they had some, they have some really great players here. Um, but yeah, being close to my family was one of the major, major things that like attracted me to BU. And what's it like playing in Hockey East? I know you've only played two opponents so far, but uh, just talk about just some of the competition you're gonna play this year and how excited are you for that? Even some teams that people might not talk about as much like Providence and UConn and Maine. Um, I'm very, very excited. I'm even these two teams that we played, like our schedule is like hard. Our schedule is gonna be a real challenge. And I think everyone on our team is like looking forward to it as opposed to like being scared of it. Um I've I honestly have no idea what to think about like the other teams. I haven't watched a lot of college hockey and um but I assume they're going to be just as good as the two teams we've already played, which were very very close games and very like nail-biting experiences, but I just I can't wait to see what comes. I'm so excited. And your team played in your first 3 and 3 overtime. Um what was that experience like having more open ice um and getting more offensive opportunities to potentially score a goal? It just like really, it really makes you like understand your hockey sense, like know when to play zone to zone, know when to play like man to man, like know when to force an opportunity to go over the blue line into the offensive zone versus like pulling it back and regrouping again. Um, Our coach is very, like very, very strict on like, if you don't have the opportunity to go forward, regroup. There's nothing wrong with going back again and trying again after. You might even get some like fresh legs out there while they're like stuck out there. Um, but really it was, it was great. And I think like the conditioning we've done really, really like helped our, our um, team like during that point. Of course it was like a long game, a lot of, a lot of ice time, a lot of shifts, but I think our team like handled it very, very well. Yeah, especially at Whittemore because it's an Olympic size sheet. So it's a little more time and space that you have to cover. But one question I want to ask you about the 383 overtime is one thing I think noticed when watching it is just how important possession of the puck is, especially in the offensive zone. So what's like the key for maintaining possession of the puck in the offensive zone while trying to create line changes so you can get fresh legs in there to create offensive opportunities? Is it kind of just the regrouping like you talked about? I think like a big part is the regrouping and not throwing away the puck, of course. But I think there's also a point of like when to go in and just push through being a little tired and like determining when you're what your level of tiredness is compared to what the level of tiredness is on the other team. Like if you've had like half a shift, but the other team has had a minute and a half, like why not like push a little harder? Like, like we in practice, we push, and we push for those extra minutes like on the ice like in overtime like like you really want to capitalize on those little things because it, it could end the whole game like you you really need to know yourself and know your teammates and like how much everyone can actually handle because again it is a team sport you're not going to go skate through the whole team as much as you would like to like that's just not realistic like it's a team sport you have to know the people on your team and like what's best and what will create the most opportunities 
So what are your goals and expectations for your team uh, for the rest of the season? Is it kind of like just national championship or bust, or is there other goals that you have? I think everyone has the goal of, like, going to the national championship, even just, like, participating. Like, um, I'd say for me, like, I really – my biggest focus is on, like, I really want to prove to, like, my coaches that, like, I, like, want to be on the ice. I want to compete. I want to be – I want to be my lines grinder. Like, I want to – I just want to be there. Like, no matter how much ice time I get, like, I just want my coaches to understand, like, how much the sport, like, means to me and, like, how dedicated I really am. But I think as a team, like, I I really think that we have a really good chance this year to, like, really go play against those top teams. Yeah, you proved it against Northeastern last Friday, so I'm excited to see um, what your team does for the rest of the season. It should be very exciting. Now let's get into the segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, where I just ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit off the ice. So my first non-hockey question for you is, um, if you could choose to do anything for a day, uh, what would you do and why, besides hockey, obviously? What would I do for a day? Honestly, like, just anything outside. Like, again, I, like, I grew up playing so many different sports. Like, just, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, just, like, being outside. And, I like, that's something, like, I really value, like, Hockey's like in an ice rink. Like as much as I want to be on the rink all the time, like I think it's really important for people to actually like go outside and like maybe like use some muscles you haven't in a while. Um, but honestly, just like something that doesn't like that like sets creativity, like doesn't like limit you to what like society does in a sense. Like really get outside your comfort zone. Like preferably with other people. Like no matter if it's with other people or some or like something by yourself. Just like trying anything new outside would be what I would do. Yeah. For myself, if it wasn't hockey, cause for me, it would be something related to hockey. Probably like hanging out with like family or friends going outside, like you kind of said, but for me specifically, like going on a hike, I think hikes are awesome and there's some good trails in Massachusetts. So that's probably what I would do. Yeah, exactly. Like swimming or something, just mm-hmm. something else. <laughs> it's hard to do it though in the winter time because sometimes it can get pretty cold. So you kind of just want to stay on the rink because that's all there really is to do. So it's really more of a summertime thing for me. <laughs> Cut open the ice, just jump right in. It'll be good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Hmm. I honestly like, don't know. I don't think I would have lunch with someone I didn't know because I, I don't know, I would be worried that I wouldn't like enjoy it in a sense. Like, I think that I would rather have lunch with like an old coach or like an old teammate mm-hmm. that like I really like valued like my friendship with or like my relationship with just to like catch up with them, like catch up with their lives, catch up with my life. Like, I think that like it's good to like stay in the present in a sense. Like, not to wonder like what other people thought. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would, I feel like for me, I'll be interesting to meet some people I've haven't met before. So probably like Tom Brady, just because he's won so many Super Bowls, and just to see the success that he's had and how he's handled it and also learn about the business side of sports as well. Cause he's involved with that. I think that would be pretty interesting for myself. I think that would be cool as well. Now, what music do you like to listen to? What's your like go-to artist? <laughs> Um, I've actually gotten into like Russ a lot lately. A little sad, but I don't know. I've I've been vibing with it. It's whatever. 
And if you if you scored a what would your goal song be? I'm curious. Since you got your first goal, I'm curious if there was any song that you could play on the ice. What would it what would it be? Um, I really actually fell in love with uh, Joker and the Thief in the Night. Mm-hmm. It's my that's definitely my go to. I listen to it like before game days. I listened to it all last year. Like I, that song really just hits different. Nice. That'll be a good goal song. I've never heard it before, but I'll try to give it a listen um, after the interview. Now let's, I'll have some questions about some of your teammates. First question is, uh, who is the funniest teammate that you have at BU? Oh, for sure, Julia Shaughnessy. That girl is <laughs> next level. She is definitely the jokester in the locker room, like dancing to music, like making jokes. Like we have like a team Snapchat, like group chat. Like, oh, so funny. Just a nice. riot. <laughs> Who's the best uh, chirper on the team? Oh, gosh. That's a hard one. I find that there's like not a lot of chirping in girls hockey. Maybe um, Haley Blinkhorn. Mm-hmm. She's got a quick mouth. I think she can handle it. Who has the best style on the team besides yourself? <laughs> of course. Um, probably Maddie Cardacy. I think, I think she just looks like the classic hockey player. Could definitely fit in the NHL. <laughs> nice. Any good off-ice style? Because I know you guys have to dress up before the games. Oh, yeah. Maddie's definitely got it. Nice, nice. And final teammate question is, uh, who has the best social media on the team? Hmm. I don't think I've really gotten the opportunity to stalk any of my teammates. <laughs> honestly, like, like I, think it's, I think it's Abby Ostrom who runs uh, even, like, the BU hockey page. I think she just does a great job of, like, actually sharing her life and, like, our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is of the BU Hawk team, I think she just does a great job of it. I did enjoy the video that was posted last week. I think I mentioned it before with Julia Nearest's goal. I thought that was sick, just the camera yeah. work. And I think BU has one of the best, better social medias um, in college hockey. So shout out to her if she runs it. I think you said she does, right? I think so, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, final non-hockey question is, what sports do you like to watch besides hockey? Um... I would say this is a very unpopular opinion, but like soccer, men's I love soccer, soccer. Men's soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, the other people I've talked to are like, oh, soccer is so boring. Like it's so spaced out. Like they never score. I don't know. I think it can get pretty rough and dirty. There's some, some big flops out there. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think European soccer is extremely fun to watch, partly because the fans are so into it. Like it's completely different sports atmosphere compared to here in the U.S. Like I think it would be cool like to go like to an NHL game and have like a section of the stands where they're just going crazy like they do um, in soccer in Europe. I think it would be awesome. And some of the players are pretty fun to watch like Messi. And just like I just like I kind of find it interesting just how different it is there and just the competition and how hard it is to win because it's not like here where you like have playoffs. It's like whoever does the best during the regular season wins the championship, but you play for like eight months, which I think is crazy. Exactly. It's a tough sport. I'd say. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Now back to some hockey questions. Now my first question to you is what advice would you give a younger player who's trying to make it to a D one college hockey team? I think that everyone needs to keep in mind that D one hockey isn't all about hockey. Like you have school as well. Like, learning how you like figuring out how you learn the best and like time management I'd say is more important almost like if you flunk out of school you're not playing D1 hockey like you need to get your get everything together for for uh school and classes and then assess like the hockey situation like 
of course you love hockey of course all that happens but no matter how well you do in hockey like that's not going to keep you in school Mm -hmm. and especially since you can't even play hockey um if your grades aren't good enough is that true like you have to have a certain gpa Mm -hmm. yes that's another thing i feel like people don't realize like even if like you don't care about academics you kind of have to care about a little bit because if you don't you can't even play hockey so i think that's a very important thing for people to know so i totally agree with you on that now Another question I have is what should be done to help grow women's hockey in your opinion? I know um, some strides have been made, but also some bad things have happened as well with Robert Morris canceling their program. Uh, just what do you think should be done to help grow uh, women's hockey in your opinion? Um, that's like such a hard question. I think that like, just like the support from other sports, like I think there's a lot of like controversy between like from sport to sport, like, people like look down on other sports like again like I was talking about soccer but like I think that like people from sports need to like actually like come together and be like okay we're all like we all have the same mindset we all love our sport we all need to like support each other like I think that's like one big step like I don't think people need to go like putting other sports down um and I think if other sports like start like I don't know appreciating other sports I think that'll also help like um, people who don't play sports, like supporters, to like actually like I don't know, gain interest in other sports. I don't mm-hmm. know. Have you have you tried to support other athletic teams at BU? Uh huh. I've been to a couple men's soccer games. I was actually before I was watching a rugby game, nice. which was so cool. I don't think I've ever seen like a rugby game in like ever. Um, I went out to one of the girls' uh, field hockey games. I, we had field hockey at Williston, but I, I never watched one. And I thought that was so cool um, just to see, like, something that's, like, so closely compared to ice hockey. But, like, you can't use, like, half your stick. Like, you can't use the other side. Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing. I feel like I would get frustrated just because, like, you're like, no, you have to do it this way, this way, because you're so used to watching it that way. But you can't. So I feel like that would, it would frustrate me a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah there's definitely that as mm-hmm. well. <laughs> Well, before we end off this interview, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give to your family members, teammates, former teammates, friends? I've mentioned a few people throughout the interview, but if there's anyone I forgot to mention, uh, feel free to shout them out now. Um, I would just say like my brother, Will, like he's been killing it um, over at his development program. Um, but other than that, like just good luck to everyone, everyone playing college hockey that I get to play. Awesome. It should be a fun season. I'm excited for fans to be back as well. That's one thing I missed from last year. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Christina, and taking time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it a lot. And I wish you all the best for this upcoming season. I know you're going to do great. And hopefully I get to see your team play in person sometime soon. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.